Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. On this episode of Don't Blame Me, we have a fantastic guest by the name of Christine Sedelko. We give some advice to a uh, young teenager who has currently baby fever and a 21-year-old who still lives with her parents but wants to gain some independence. And then we've got a drama with a high school thruple and a boy. Is he going to break up with this girl for her? Is he not? We're going to find out or we're going to discuss it. Keep watching. This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Aptive. Aptive produces audio-based workouts created by certified personal trainers available through a mobile app. New members get 30% off an annual membership. Visit aptive.com slash blame. That is A-A-P-T-I-V dot com slash blame. Thanks to ModCloth for supporting Don't Blame Me. For 15% off your first purchase of $100 or more, go to M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter code BLAME at checkout. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to an exciting episode of Don't Blame Me. I say exciting because um, I'm really fucking excited about our guest. It's Christine Sedelko. I'm obsessed with you. It's me. It's Christine Sedelko. Guys, if you're listening to audio, you can tell that's not an impersonator. It's actually her. And if you're watching it on the internet, you can see that it's actually her. And Mel will throw me under the bus. Mel, how long have I been obsessed with Christine? So long. How I learned about you was because she was watching your videos on my TV to the point where I was like, we need to start doing the podcast because <laughs> you were getting I too distracted. I would just sit on the TV, yeah, sit on the and, couch and, and watch and, you on and TV. And while we were, oh, wow. we'd be recording this podcast, it would just be playing with mm -hmm. no audio. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for the 
on like five cents, I guess. You're welcome. You're welcome. Ad, you, you mean AdSense money doesn't pay all your bills? <laughs> no, it's brand deals. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no way. I had like no brand idea. Brand deals are like 90%. Oh, yeah, wow. That's so crazy. Go I just figure. like go viral all the time. <laughs> and like I just click on my own ads. I only have so many baby feet to peel. So. Uh, it's <laughs> fucking same. I guess I should do it again. Um, well, I'm really excited that you're here. You've got a great podcast that we were just talking about. Oh, thanks. I'm still learning. It's bad. It's <laughs> not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, I know. I'm just very hypercritical. But, yeah. Um, it, it sucks because we film, we only record once a month. Oh. And I'll do four to six oh, so you, shows you in the process out. of like two days. Yeah. Because the guy, because we have to travel to the mm-hmm. studio and stuff. So anything I learn... You forget from comments or like whatever doesn't show up until like four oh, weeks later because yeah. it's weekly. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, God, I have to like get through these yeah. sucky ones. And then, oh, this is where I learned like not to interrupt, you know, yeah. like it's awful. Yeah. Oh, it took me a long time to, know, to learn not to interrupt. And then we went on hiatus and then I came back and I was like, oh, I'm interrupting again. I should I should go back to not doing that. Well, like to a certain extent, it's your podcast. <laughs> like, people want to hear you talk. You know, it's not I'm like, like you're a guest in my home. Yeah. It's not like you're being rude. It's just like, yeah, it's just I think I'm an only child. and I always think I have something important to say. I'm like, I have something to say that you have to say, but I'm going to say it instead of you. I always say I have the worst of both words because I'm technically the youngest and technically an only child because my brothers are half brothers. <gasps> That's me too. And they're like 11 and 15 years older than me so they were out of the house mm-hmm. like when I was really young so it's like yep I got two complexes like going oh. against me yeah then that's definitely mine too because my half brother is like 45 yeah but he's like, like 20 something years old yeah. and I'm, like, I'm like your kids are closer to my age than you are I know they all have like houses and I'm like uh, I'm here <laughs> hello <laughs> yeah I'm adulting yeah. just not as adulting as you are um, but we're excited. Um, if you guys are first-time listeners, hello, welcome. Uh, this is an advice podcast where people call in and leave voicemails, and we give them advice on their life. And uh, the phone number to call is 310-694-0976. Yep. Can you imagine if we bought that? How expensive. I think it's a carpet cleaning company. Is it? I think so. Boop, beep, boop, beep. Luna. That's only relevant to people who grew up in the greater Chicago area. <laughs> I was like, and I, South Austiniana. <laughs> I was like, I can do a Shane Company, which is a jewelry one, which will only be relevant to people who live in Colorado and uh, Northern California. Oh, isn't it crazy? Shane Every Co. place has like that. Like, that radio that, thing? That, that weird lawyer that has really bad <laughs> Or the, the bus stops where it's like the real estate agents. Yeah, ours was Peter Francis Geraci. <laughs> if you are titled to Title Nine bankruptcy, please call my office. Yeah, it was so funny. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. We had Shane Co. open in San Mateo, Cupertino, and Walnut Creek. Open weekdays to late, Saturday and Sunday till five online at shaneco.com. Now you have a friend in the diamond business. Buy our stuff now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so also international callers. You can email us at meganpodcast at gmail.com and uh, with an MP3 file of uh, your problems. So are you ready to tackle some other people's problems? You might want to say the number again because I'm pretty sure <laughs> I started singing over you. 310-694-0976. Your eyes are open. My eyes were open. Usually I have to close my eyes to say the number. Interesting. That also took me like 15 episodes to memorize it. Oh, because it's just like an extra number. What? Because you already have to memorize your own phone number. That's the true fact. The only phone number I know is my phone number, home phone number, like childhood home phone number, which isn't even connected. Um, And then my best friend from home's home phone number. That's hilarious. That's it. I don't know my boyfriend's number. (gasps) Okay, guys. um, So Mel's here too. Mel just waved. God, we need a fucking Mel cam. And um, yeah, should we get started? Let's go. Hi, Megan. I need your honest thoughts on this whole situation. I'm I'm just really tired of driving myself crazy and not knowing what to think or what to do. So, um, yeah, I'm 18 years old and I live in Denmark. And my biggest wish is to become a mom. Yeah, and I've wanted it for such a long time, but I've... I've never wanted it as much as I do now. Mm, And it has been um, a lot more manageable earlier because I haven't had a boyfriend. um, But yeah, it doesn't really make a difference anymore because in reality, I know that I can get a baby without. And I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm really tired of knowing that I can fulfill this dream of mine so easily, but 
um, at the same time, telling myself that I can't get. Um, with all this being said, I'm aware of the fact that it's not easy being a mom at all. <sighs> yeah, and I would just love to be 25 so that I could, you know, just go for it. <laughs> um, yeah, and also without feeling the guilt, because I do really feel guilty and almost embarrassed. I don't really know why, but yeah, that's just how I feel. Um, so yeah, what, what should I say to myself? Do you have any advice? Uh, yeah, maybe so I can keep it down. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Just, just let me know what you're thinking. Thank you. First of all, it really scares me that she's like, I just want to be 25 so I can like, now it's ready time for me to have a kid. I'm turning 25 in like three months and I am so not ready to have a kid. Wait, you're uh, only 24? Yeah. We're the same age. Yeah. I think you're still younger than me though. Yeah, I just turned 24. Yeah. I literally thought you were like... That's so mean. No, not like old, like mature. I mean, okay. you look like... I mean, like... I look like 26. I live in a studio. Oh. Like, you have like... I also have a boyfriend, too. You're actually brave enough to have like white furniture <laughs> that like won't get dirty. Like, it does get dirty. Well, yeah. But, Tied like, to go back. You went for it. I'm also just insane. That's what it is. Well, you got that Hulu money. <laughs> <laughs> Even now, last I thought, I walked in, I was like, tampon on the door, on the floor by the door. And She's oh, got that she got that Hulu, Hulu money. money. Yeah. Duh, she wishes. <laughs> um, okay, having a baby. She's 18. That's yeah. what she's saying. And she's wanted a baby forever. Mm-hmm. Oh. Do you have any thoughts on this initially? You can be honest. This is why girls shouldn't have baby dolls. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't quite understand. Also, I don't know if she was in the woods or what. <laughs> um, There's a lot of good creatures. I kind of came in and out a little. Um, I think 18 is too young to have a kid. Yeah. So don't oh, don't have a kid, I would say, <laughs> until you're 25. Is that what she's saying? Yeah. She wants- Which also, do you feel ready to have a kid? Well, I'm only 24, so I won't know until <laughs> next March. <laughs> Well, I can say at 25, I'm still not any more ready. Um, I I get wanting to be a mom. I so get that. But I also think like you should have being a mom takes a ton of work and it, like it's so much like it's the most. But I think you also need to have other like goals because like also when your kids grow up, if your only goal was to be a mom, your kids are going to grow up and like go to college and like leave the nest. And then are you going to turn into that like Melissa McCarthy movie where you go back to college? Life at the party, not sponsored. But like, I think like you got, <laughs> we wish. You tell me. <laughs> I think you got to like, you need to figure out your other, I don't know, other things. And also think about the quality of life of your kid. That's what I would say too. Cause like, if you're like, if you like financially wise, and like, I get that you're saying like, oh, I don't need a partner to um, have a kid. I can have a kid on my own. But if you want to talk about like, res- like feasibly, like a kid really would, I think kids benefit, um, when when they have two parents that are great, I think they can benefit from having two two parents. I don't think it's like a necessary thing at all. But ultimately, like, I don't know. I think like at, at 18 years old, you're, the quality of life you're going to be able to give your kid and the life knowledge you have is also pretty limited. If I had a kid at 18, the kid probably wouldn't have made it. Yeah. Like more like look at Barbie. Like <laughs> yeah. Ken probably was asking her to marry him like so long she's ago. She's like, no, no, no. I want to be a doctor, a doctor scientist, a vet. dog walker, <laughs> a vet. vet. Mm-hmm. pop star mm-hmm. mermaid. mermaid yeah you know it's the same time focus on your career yeah as a mermaid be a mermaid yeah i would say come up with other hobbies and then also um the quickest way to not get pregnant is to tell your boyfriend you've been thinking about trying to get pregnant and then he's gonna like wrap it up so fucking good well she said that she could get pregnant without a boyfriend too like go to a sperm bank mm-hmm. do they let you do that or just 18? fuck somebody yeah you can just want <laughs> um, weed till you're 21 yeah. what the fuck Really? You're an adult. She's in Denmark. So she can. Ooh, like the prince and me with Julia Stiles. I miss her. That movie was so good. So she's fantastic. When they went to college. Oh my God, when they kissed in the rain. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I need to rewatch it. Oh, she's such a good actress. She's so good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I would say also like talk to your mom. So maybe, maybe like talk to a therapist. <laughs> Not to be like talk to a therapist, oh but like, I don't know. Maybe there's some like deeper like meanings in here maybe you didn't have like a great uh upbringing and you really want to like raise kids better than that and you've always wanted to be a mom but I mean like I have friends who always wanted to be parents and like uh like 
are still going to be young parents. And like a young parent now, I think, is in your 20s. Like, I think that's still pretty yeah. young. Yeah. But she could have also had a great childhood and. And yeah, just want to recreate it. Yeah. Just get a hamster. I was yeah. going to say oh, get, get a, a puppy. Pet. Yeah, that's get a pet. That's answer. Get a puppy. Always. Because I just want everyone to have puppies and then bring them here so I can play with puppies. Yeah. Get a dog. Um, and It's like a test trial for a kid. Yeah. yeah. And a Neopet. Those are pretty easy to keep Do those alive. Exist? I, I don't know. I think it's called Hatchimals now. Shut but up. Those only last for like an hour and then you're done with it. <laughs> yeah. Babysit yeah, too. Me, I know. I bought them for my niece and I just sit on top of her desk. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I just went and visited. And your pants are because I don't do any money like, in this. I'm like, why are they dusty? <laughs> why do they have dust on them? When the last time they hatch, they can't do well, anything. I get it. But I'm not <laughs> happy about it. Uh, I miss Neopets. Uh, I hope we helped with that. Um, maybe if there's any like young people who got pregnant young who are listeners and want to call in and kind of give some advice on that or young parents who like went out of their way to have kids young and talk about that just because yeah I think it's a natural thing I mean I would say I don't say I have baby fever now like I don't have like the real baby fever but like I definitely have like I watch so I can't say like I watch children that sounds creepy there's this one YouTube channel called Hi Ho Kids and these little kids and they try different foods and they're so cute oh is it the one yeah, they're, I think I know exactly. They're what so I've seen yeah. them eat so, Oreos. Exactly. And they're yeah. so cute and I get like complete baby fever, but then I think about how I don't really want to p- buy someone's dinner for the next 18 years. Like I don't even want to treat my boyfriend to dinner for the next 18 years. So like that idea, like I want a baby not a kid and that's pretty that's pretty good at that. They're pretty much not really cute anymore once they're like out of kindergarten. Yeah, but then, they they, get, then they start thinking they're funny, and then oh, they start like, <laughs> "There's nothing you know, worse than a kid that thinks they're funny." Like before they talk, it's like, "Oh, you're so cute," yeah. and then they're like, "And then my friend, and then I went to, the, <laughs> and then I was on the swing, and then she went, and then I'm like, oh, cool, like please leave me alone.'" Also, talk to your parents because that might freak your parents out. Yeah. But if you do and you're financially stable, yeah, I think that's the can, thing. If you can and, provide a life that yeah. you want for your, like, then that, go for yeah. it. That's why I got a dog. I was like. Okay, if she if she falls ill, I could probably cover it. <laughs> oh, I can buy extra fifty dollars a month food. Okay, and then yeah. I got it. I was like, yeah. Food's expensive. Diapers expensive. And then I had College to pay thousands of dollars to fucking train her because she was awful because oh, no. I rescued her. Okay, guys, on to the next call. Hi, Megan. Um, I'm nineteen, and I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for over a year and a half now. Uh, our relationship is great. There's nothing wrong with it. But my boyfriend is very self-conscious about his body and has, like, low self-esteem. And since, like, we have such a great relationship and I love him unconditionally, this is really hard for me because it's hard for me to see him in such a bad place with himself. And even when I, like, try and reassure him, like, you're not fat and you have a good body and I love you regardless, like, people don't see you as fat he doesn't believe it and I just don't know how to reassure him and like help him keep his self-esteem up or at least like help him build it and I just want him to get in a better place and just be happy with himself I mean first of all is anybody ever like fully really happy with themselves all the time like I don't think like I think like if you feel like he's got like a serious like self-hating issue but I also think a lot of the time like insecurities and stuff it's not it's not what other people think of you it's more of what you think about yourself in that sense and I think even no matter how great you think somebody is like there are days where I feel like I'm like I like so many like self-loathing self-hatred days or whatever and nothing that like my boyfriend or my friends could say would make me feel like that because I'm that's my choice you know what I mean like I don't think there's a way as a as a couple in a relationship, I don't know if there's anything I, if my boyfriend could say to me that'd make me feel like better about myself other than like a therapist, which is always what I recommend <laughs> is therapy. But I don't know. Well, I have had one boyfriend and that was in third grade and wasn't real. Um, but I am also fat, but I also feel like you're right. Like there really isn't anything you, but like you should, you should keep saying what yeah. you're saying. So that they know that you care, but you kind of just have to force yourself. There's really no other way around it. Yeah. yeah, I don't think like it's like the same thing if you try on a shirt or something and someone goes, oh, my God, that looks great on you. And you're like, I hate it. Like there's just like nothing you can say can really make me change my mind. But I think there's a difference of 
I don't know. There's a difference between like, there's sometimes if I'm like complaining about something or like if my, like, I don't know, like if I'm complaining about something half the time, I'm not doing it to get someone else to tell me like, oh, you look great or whatever. Like I'm usually just vocalizing how I feel, but I think the support and stuff can feel really nice. And I think if you, as opposed to being like, oh, I think like, don't say that about yourself or whatever. Cause I think that just feels like a response to what he's saying. Like out of the blue, just be like, babe, you look really cute today. Like you look like separating those things. So it's not like he says, oh, it's not like if he says something negative about himself, then he knows that you're going to respond to something nice. I think still totally do that. But if you want to show him that you like think he's really cute and you think he's really great and like you really care about him and like you're really attracted to him, tell him separately than that. Because I think that means more. Like I like if I get an un... I don't know, like an unprompted compliment, like where I'm not like, oh, my hair looks bad. And I was like, no, your hair looks great. I'm like, oh, thank you. But like, if I get an unprompted compliment, like that makes me feel so much better. But then also I would say like, if you think that he's experiencing like, besides just like the typical kind of like, oh, I don't like what I look like in this or something like that. If you feel like he's experiencing like seriously, like really dark stuff, then I would suggest, I mean, how do you suggest someone go to therapy or like ask him like, hey, are we like, joking around and you're talking about how you hate yourself or is this like a real like a real thing because like I really care about you and it like hurts me when you say those things about yourself like do you think you would ever like go and talk to somebody about that I mean I would hate to hear that yes I will thank you, <laughs> you know what I mean? for being supportive I've definitely like said nasty things to myself my boyfriend's like babe do you think you should maybe like go talk to a therapist I'm like no fuck you I'm just gonna vent to like what I hate about myself to other people then that's kind of like how I call if something goes wrong in my life I call my mom just to vent yeah I don't want her to do it because she's like what do you want me to do I'm like nothing I just want you to listen yeah. and let me get it out like I missed like a flight mm -hmm. a connection and I had to stay overnight in Atlanta the other night and I just called my mom and she just, I was just like, and then there's no fucking shuttle to the fucking Spring Hill suite that I book with my fucking points because they can't, or whatever. She's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I was like, I feel better, mom. Thanks. And like hung up. Yeah. And like, yeah. I was like, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's what your boyfriend's doing too, is that he, he feels like you're a safe kind of person that he can like release and vent those feelings to without, yeah. yeah. And it might not, there might not be some like serious self-loathing there it might just come from a place of being like oh I want to vent about this and talk about it and you're like a safe place where I can do it so I would have a conversation with him because maybe you're treating it more seriously than it is and if it is serious then um maybe yeah maybe he should be talking to like a therapist yeah that's what I would say on to the next call hi Megan I am an 18 going on 19 year old college student and I'm calling to talk about um, sort of a situation I've been struggling with for the past, I would say, five to seven-ish years. Um, my mom, when me and my sister were very young, left our dad for a woman. <laughs> and we were comfortable with that. We really liked who her first partner was. When they originally broke up, we were down to do whatever uh, to support my mom and my father. But her next partner, after she went through a messy breakup with her first girlfriend, um, proceeded to emotionally and physically abuse my sister throughout the entirety of our um, adolescence. And my situation right now is that around the age of 16, I had a very messy um, situation where I attempted suicide and was sent to a facility for about a year, um, working on myself with therapy, trying to understand, you know, like the difference between, um, taking responsibility for the abuse I went through and, um, you know, just trying to deal with the effects of it. Sorry, that doesn't make a lot of sense, but I just wanted to talk because my mom won't let me come back over to her house because she thinks that my suicide attempt was sort of a play against her current girlfriend. And she believes that I'm innocentive, I am vindictive, and that I am just causing drama <laughs> because um, I'm angry about what me and my sister went through. Um, 
and she won't let me back over to the house I grew up in. I can't touch my old things, lay in my own bed, or just have that connection with the life I used to have, and it's really hard on me. And she said the only way she will let me come back over is if I apologize to this woman who spent years upon years um, hurting me emotionally, hurting my sister physically, making both of us feel very small and very out of control. Um, my question is if I should just, you know, get over, like, I guess maybe gather the courage to apologize to her even though I don't mean it <laughs> and be able to go back to the house I grew up in because I really do miss this. Or should I just not apologize and move on and let go of the past? Hi, hi, hi. I'm sorry I brought you into a heavy one. My parents are still together. I don't know what to say. I literally have never experienced anything yeah. even remotely close to that. I mean, I think I think what I would say is ultimately, like, I'm, I, I will be the first to admit that I definitely hold a grudge. Um, and I would also say that I think you're holding a very valid grudge. Like, I don't think this is unwarranted at all. And I think ultimately, first of all, like parents are, they're, hu they're humans too. Like no matter, like there's like that point in your life where you realize like, oh, my parents are not superheroes. Like they're just other adults do it like in other humans in the world, just doing what they're going to do. And so ultimately, like, I think, um, I think first of all, like a suicide attempt is like not like a petty, like a cry for attention or anything like that. Like that's just like... <laughs> No, like that's just like that. That's just that's an insulting thing for her to say. And I think ultimately as much, I mean, also the amount, the amount of times I say ultimately in this podcast is so insane. That's one I should start working on. I'm going to say it again. You do like a counter. I know corner. there, there would be so many, but I think as much as you miss your childhood home and everything like that, I personally think that what you would have to sacrifice in apologizing for that and letting her back in your life I think isn't really worth that kind of feeling of laying in your childhood bed again and like saying, having those things. I think like it sucks because your his mom's still dating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That sucks. But I think hopefully, I mean, I obviously don't hope anything bad happens to like, I hope that like their relationship, it comes to a light where your mom is able to like see what you and your sister went through and realize that that is not something that you should have to forgive because it's not like, it's not like abuse is not something that, I think there's a difference between accepting something that had happened to you that doesn't define you, that's a part of your past, and you can like move on from it and continue living your life. And it doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't define your everyday life, but it's not something that you need to necessarily for like apologize for and like forgive. I think you can for like you can find forgiveness in yourself to that person, but I don't. I think that's so different than being like, oh, I'm going to forgive my sister's abuser and let her be in my life and like get dinner there and spend the night there. I think that's asking that's your mom's asking a lot of you. And I think it's not emotionally for everything that you've gone through. I don't think that's going to aid in anything. Like, I think that's just going to like set you in a way worse place. Like, I know if that was me as somebody who's like fully struggled with like that kind of stuff, like not like the family, that kind of family stuff. But like, if I was put my, like I dropped out of college because the girls, everyone was like so terribly mean to me. And even though like I've moved past it and I'm like, okay, ultimately, yeah. Like I don't wish death upon you. And I like, forgive you. Do I want to go back to college and move back in there with you? Like, no, like that would just send me straight back to where I was and not to like belittle that to like something as like small as that. But I think ultimately you have to prioritize like your mental health and your sister's like physical well-being and everything like that. And, um, you want to be, I don't know. You also want to be supported by people who aren't going to say like your suicide attempt was like not fair and selfish and all that kind of stuff, because that's not true. And also there's again, a point in time where you can realize that your parents, sometimes their sole purpose was to have brought you into this world and they're not necessarily the people who raise you or the people who are there for you through everything. And I think there's kind of this idea and notion that they have to be, but if they're not able to give you what you need out of that relationship, then I don't think, I don't think you need to forgive. I don't think you need to forgive her because I also think it just, yeah, it just puts you in a really shitty position and you don't, I don't know. And like, also if you ever start feeling like really shitty, dark thoughts ever again, like you're not really in a place where you can, say that because you know your mom's feelings about it and I don't think that's like a safe environment at all 
That's fucking sucks. Okay, guys, it's break time. We'll be right back after this commercial break. This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Aptive. Aptive produces audio-based workouts created by certified personal trainers available through a mobile app. Aptive makes the highest quality training available to everyone with a carefully selected group of certified personal trainers that guide you through each and every workout. The trainers have a wide array of personalities, so you can even find the personal training style that motivates you best. Plus, Aptive's in-house music production team partners with every trainer to create music playlists that are perfectly timed to the intensity and pace of your workout. When you need that extra boost, the music keeps you going and motivated. And when you're ready to slow things down, the intensity of the music dials down with you. Whenever or wherever you like to work out, at the gym, at home, outside, when you're traveling for business, Aptive is ready to go along with you with their mobile app. It's like having a teeny tiny personal trainer in your pocket. Whether you're interested in running, strength training, indoor cycling, stair climbing, yoga, or even mm, zen meditation, Aptive trainers give you the guidance you need to be better at the types of exercises you love or are trying to learn how to love, delivered in a flexible audio format to make fitness a lasting part of your routine. Aptive has classes for all fitness levels from beginner to intermediate to advanced. I think I'm probably still in the intermediate stage, though I'd like to say I'm advanced. And with more than 2,500 workouts available on the platform and 30 plus new classes added each week, there is always a new workout to try. Or if you're not into that, simply pick the type of guidance you're feeling up for that day. Whether it's technical training, high energy coaching, or if you had a really, really rough day, boot camp style intensity. Aptive also has fun seasonal challenges to help you achieve your fitness goals, which is one of my favorite things. They've got quick strength circuits while your cookies bake or chill yoga flow to take a break from the holiday stress. I think it's really hard to fit fitness into your routines when you're really stressed out, and this is a perfectly timed way to do so. I'm a huge fan of Aptive. Um, I love exercise and I love working out. And I think not only is it an integral, integral part of my day, but I, I, I need the training and the guidance through that. I'm not a person who can kind of just like throw some headphones in and go on a run. So for me, this is great because I, I want to work out, but I need some help in working out. And um, Mel has been using this, this app forever. So, I mean, not forever, since the beginning of Yeah, I've been this. using it since uh, they, they sponsored us back in December. Mm-hmm. And so um, I really love this app because I hate going to the gym. And I love working out at like 12 o'clock in the morning as well. I'm a night what? owl. Yeah, I, I love just Oh like, my God, that's why you text me at 2 a.m. Yes. Okay, <laughs> makes sense now. Yeah, and so um, this is great. So I don't have to go to a gym where like, it's a creepy 24 hour gym. I can yeah. just be at home. They have um, great classes for like ab workouts. They've mm-hmm. got great butt workouts. They've got one called Pop That Booty. Love Absolutely pop love that it. Booty. Love it. Love it. Love it. They've also got cycling classes, which I have a bike at home. Shut so up. I you have can, a bike at home? Mm-hmm. So I, I use wow. this for um, with my, my cycle that I have at home. And then also, I made a request back in December, January ish. Mm-hmm for a boxing class and they just put some up on the Stop app. Stop it. Yeah. You did that. Yeah. You did that, I Mel. feel like I contributed for you that getting done. Totally did. So I'm, I really love this app and I'm so excited to share it with other people. Yeah. Highly well, recommend it. We're both into fitness and mm-hmm. I think it's something that I now is becoming, becoming like hopefully an almost adult, not a fake adult. It's something that I, I really, I really can attribute to like why I'm less stressed. And I mean, I'm still stressed, but I definitely have like far less anxiety. Um, and I think it's great, but I think also there's a combination for working out can make you feel so much better, make you feel less anxious. But gym anxiety is a totally real thing if you have no idea what you're doing or what to do. So it's really nice to have, um, have somebody whispering in your ear and being like, don't worry, you got this. Here, I'm going to tell you what to do. It's like the, um, you know, the, 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 the starfish and aquamarine movie where they're like, aqua, aqua, you're so pretty. No, anyone see aquamarine? Mm, well, I haven't, but cool. <laughs> well, no, it's just like having something in your ear that makes you feel good and you're figuring out what you're doing and you feel like you've got a leg up. So subscriptions start at $14.99 billed monthly or $99.99 for an annual membership. For a limited time, new members get 30% off an annual membership, which is just $69.99 for a whole year of unlimited workouts. Visit Aptiv.com slash blame. That's A-A-P-T-I-V dot com slash blame. 
Thanks to Mob Cloth for supporting Don't Blame Me. For 15% off your purchase of $100 or more, go to M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter code BLAME at checkout. It is summertime, so get all your summer essentials at Mod Cloth with traveled-inspired prints, breezy sundresses, and hey, if you're ready to go to the beach this season, there's aquatic prints, rainbow, and there's some swimwear. One piece, two piece. There's a really, really, really cute one that has palm trees on it that I was debating getting. If swimsuits aren't your thing, or maybe you live somewhere where it's cold right now, they've got tons and tons and tons of denim, and Mod Cloth's exclusive collab with Wrangler is all about 70s nostalgia. So rock a pair of flare jeans, which are my favorite kind of jeans, maybe a chambray top with some embroidered details. We got some cute things there. Modcloth signature label is designed for women by women and comes in a full size range from extra, extra small to 4X. They're all about inclusivity. And if you have any questions about fit, their team of mod stylists can hook you up with a complimentary sizing and get styling help. I recently purchased something from Modcloth. I have, it's like this overall kind of set thing. It is so incredibly cute. I've been eyeing them from different places. And fun fact, I've like bought things from Modcloth before this ad. I'm sure you could find like YouTube hauls where you could see it. I love like the retro-y swimsuits too, but especially with these overalls, like I've never seen anybody with them and I'm so, so, so into them. I'm going to wear them to an audition this week. Um, And I really, really love that there are so many different options of things. I've gotten like fancy dresses here or swimsuits or things that are just... I don't know, like cute and retro and different. So I'm definitely probably planning on ordering this like palm tree, like two-piece bikini. It's like a high-waisted one. It's very, very cute. So ModCloth has been generous enough to give you guys 15% off your purchase of $100 or more. So if you guys want to get that, go to M-O-D-C-L-O-T-H dot com and enter code BLAME, BLAME is all one word, at checkout. And this offer expires on September 1st, so go. Get yourself something cute for summer. Okay, guys, <laughs> we are back um, and we're going on to the next call. Hi, Megan. It's me. Um, so I'm a huge fan, first of all. Love your podcast and everything. Uh, I'm 21 years old and I just have a question on uh, some advice on parents and like helicopter parents and everything because that is something I really cannot stand right now. Um, so my mom and my dad, um, they like to throw in my face that like, oh, I'm 21 years old. I can do whatever I want, but won't let me do whatever I want. They always try to micromanage everything and annoy the hell out of me to the point where I'm so close to moving out. It's ridiculous. Um, and I, always talk to other people about it, like my boyfriend and everything. And he always tells me like, oh, like you need to tell them, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't seem to understand because I have ethnic parents. My parents are very strict. They are very controlling and pushy. And considering that I'm the youngest, I'm a girl and my brother can do whatever he wants, but I can't. It just makes me so mad. So my advice or my question is, advice on that what should I do how should I talk to my parents and get them to actually listen to me and let me do what I want because I'm 21 years old I'm not stupid I know how to take care of myself so I would really like some advice on that um first of all does she live with her parents yes oh homie you're fucked you're not an adult you don't know how to take care of yourself you live with your parents you can't be a. <laughs> you're not independent. No, if you're, you're not. still depending on them yeah. for a place to live. That's they're gonna be able to hold it over your head. The only the only way you can have actual independence and be able to do whatever you want is when you live. We don't live at home. Like even my friends, um, when they who like have apartments in San Francisco and stuff, when we go back to like the suburbs or whatever, or even like over summer in college, they would suddenly get a curfew and they'd be like, "I'm sorry, I live an hour away and I'm just here for the weekend." And you're telling me I have to come home and you're checking in on me constantly. That's just kind of like even when my my boyfriend and I visit his parents in Colorado, like he's always like, "Oh, we gotta go, we gotta like be here at a certain point and all that stuff." That's just I, like you can't have independence if you don't live at home i mean if you live at home right yeah. unless you're paying rent but still if you're paying rent you might as well move out yeah yeah i don't know i um my parents like didn't discipline me enough <laughs> like in high school like i could just leave to go to my friend's house at like 2 a.m and then just text my mom in the morning and be like oh went to slept over at my <gasps> friend's house oh my god and then she'd be like okay like will you be home for dinner and be like maybe and, like they just let me do whatever i want which is why i like have a lot of 
issues now, but I've been financially <laughs> independent since I was 22. So yeah. I was like during college, I went to college like 20 miles away from my mm-hmm. house uh, in Chicago. So um, I was home almost like every weekend or like, you know, whatever. My parents paid my rent, mm-hmm. you know, paid my tuition. I have no student loans. Like Ooh. I literally like I sometimes I don't like doing like advice shows because like <laughs> I have never experienced any tragedy oh, that's o- outside good. of like a grandparent dying. Like literally, I mean no, like, th- that's good. That I mean it's, I feel lucky, but I'm yeah. just like I have nothing to give you, and I'm sorry. No, but I mean you're on the you're on the other side of this too. Yeah. Which like do you think there's a trade off? Like do you feel like you've suffered because not they- suffering, but um I definitely am not as independent as I should be but as yeah. 24 like I'm like I'm I feel like I'm like four years behind this is okay. like if I'm 24 like I'm like I'm like where a 20 year old should be at mm-hmm. so I'm like a sophomore in college <laughs> yeah I yeah yeah no I and I I I'm the I would say I'm more of the opposite I've been financially independent since I was 18 wow and yeah. I also dropped out of college so also so did student I. loans hey um but yeah I mean there's there's just like ultimately like you can think that also there's this idea like I and I was only in college for like a year I thought I could take care of myself in college I thought I was an adult in college I also thought that it was like a system in which like you were given all this independence you're really not you're given structure and you're given this like it's like you're a mouse and you're in this like tiny little cage which is like your hometown and then they put you in another cage that's just bigger and you're like it's not a cage I'm out in the real world and that's kind of what I would say college was for me is that like I I got like my like training wheels on for being an adult like I'm like I'm like using I've got a stove in my apartment like oh wow like if I don't like I can eat ice cream for dinner but ultimately it's like oh my my days were still scheduled with classes that I picked from like it wasn't like I had to fill my day with stuff like I was given I was given choices and I made those choices I didn't have to come up with those things in general um so I would say ultimately like said it again uh I, I would say though I think if you're financially independent, then you can be independent. But if you're dependent on your parents for finances, there's no way that they're going to give you free reign because like you, you are a tax deductible still. Yeah. <laughs> like they're you're still paying your insurance. Yeah. They like you're probably eating the food that they're preparing. Exactly. <laughs> and so they're ultimately, you are an investment and they're going to follow up on their investment. <laughs> like yeah. until you're covering your own costs and stuff, like there are rules, there's interest when you take out a loan and like, not that you're like a human loan, but um, yeah, I think if you want to exercise that kind of independence more, get a job. If you don't already have a job and save up money to move out and then be able to show that. And I think it also, there is a definite difference between like guys being able to be independent and girls because guys can't get pregnant or cis males can't get pregnant. So that's what it is. The hardest thing for me to learn was that like, if you spill something or like there's a bug, like I have like to- Like a spider? You have like, to kill it. I have to, there, I can't. Uh-huh. Or it's just going to live. With, like, I, can't, you have, I have to. No, I live alone finally for the first <gasps> time in my life since it? December. It's great. And then it's yeah. also awful at the same time. Yeah. I'm kind of like. No, actually, it's just great. Is I it think just, it's great? just great? Yeah. No, but I think I think living living alone is the big. I grew up more living alone in like six months because I lived alone. I had roommate. I know I, yeah, I had roommates when I was 18 and 19. And then when I got my own place from 20 until like 23, 22, 23. Yeah. 22-ish. I lived alone that whole time. And the roommates, I learned so much more about myself and I learned so much more how to be an adult living alone in six months than I did two years living with roommates. Because yeah. like, like you said, like I have to kill the spiders. If we run out of milk, I have to go buy milk. Like uh, if we, I have to go buy toilet paper. Like there are all these, like I don't divvy up, cho- they don't get to divvy up chores. I have to do all of the chores. I like, have to scrub the toilet. Yeah. Like, you have I to have clean to. out the refrigerator. Oh my God. I always clean the that. inside of the oven. Oh God. My stovetop is a mess too. Yeah, my, Mine is currently hiding under a roasting pan. Yeah. It's disgusting. Oh, my God. Yeah. Which is why I also made my boyfriend move in with... I didn't make him. He wanted to move in with me. And I was like, great, cool. Help around here. Take the trash out. And I've always hated taking the trash out. So I always divvied that up to, like, different roommates. And now I'm like, oh, no. Now I have to do the ones I hate. So I think until... um, Not that I'm saying that you're not, like, actually independent. But to exercise that independence, get a job, and then be able to move out. And then you'll, you'll, you'll be able to gain some of that. Do that. Ditto. Ditto. Next one. Woo-woo. 
What's up? Okay, so this is the deal. I'm 16, by the way, um, sophomore in high school, and uh, there's this boy that I've liked for two years now, uh, who's beginning of freshman year, and he recently, so he's in a relationship, and he recently told me that he was going to break up with his girlfriend and that he liked me, which I was like, cool, same uh, for the past two years, but um, I wasn't, I never told him this, I wasn't planning on acting on it until like a little bit after he actually broke up with this girl um and then we went to lunch recently and he told me that he thought relationships were terrible which i don't i uh which is confusing (laughs) because i don't know what to do with that information and i don't know if i should go for it or if i should just remain friends with him because I really do like being friends with him. He's just one of my best friends. Um, so yeah. I'm just going to say it. Mm-hmm. You're 16. You're not even going to, you're going to struggle to remember his name <laughs> by the time you're 24. Be like, what's his name? You have to look it up on Facebook to remember his last name. I guarantee Honestly, you. true. True. That's all I have to say. No, I, I, I very much agree with that. I would say this is, I am a firm believer in like people are much people are so much fucking easier than you think they are and they are so much more transparent and you we can you can twist it however you want but like homeboy's legitimately saying i want to break up with this girl to be with you but by the way i don't like relationships which translated is to hey i'm 16 i got a blowjob recently thought it was really fun i think you should give me one later mm-hmm. like that's what that translates that's, to yeah i was thinking like I want someone to touch my dick. Yeah, like, will you touch my penis? I want a new hand to touch my penis. Mm -hmm. That's not my hand or her hand. Like, and that's literally all this is. Um, And, like, there's, I don't know. There's also, like, being the girl that a guy breaks up with another girl for, that's, first of all, not only is it not a good look, um, but it's it's rooted in the idea that you're going into it with, like, how you get them is how you lose them in, in that phrase or whatever. But more on top of that, like, he... You, he's going to break up with another girl to be with you, but he hates relationships. That's a guy, like, when you hook up with someone or you date someone who goes into it going, yeah, I'm just, like, really bad at relationships. Like, and I, like, just am not looking for anything. I'm really not looking for anything serious. And then you're like, oh, no, cool, me neither. And then you hook up with them, and then they, 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 they people will tell you what they're looking for. And I think that's kind of clear what he's interested in right now. And I also think... It's not worth it to like fuck up a friendship. And also, like Christine says, you're not going to remember his name in a couple of years. I scrolled past a guy on Facebook and I was like, I am pretty sure I've slept with this person and I have not thought about him literally since I was a freshman in college. And that becomes that is like the it's just it, it, it fades into your memory. Also, why hasn't he broken up with her yet? Yeah, this sounds what this sounds like. This sounds like the movie that I just watched that is called... He's just not that into you. John Tucker must die. Love. Just watch that too on the plane. It was great. Wow. That's a good one. We're, on, we're in sync today. I watched The Post. On the Meryl plane? Streep That's so Hank. not a plane movie. You have to pick movies that like you wouldn't see in theaters. I like passengers. See the <laughs> yeah, I didn't go see that. Either. Neither did I. Wait, the, the, when I saw Pitch Perfect 3, I was Why like, oh, I keep I your mouth. I don't know. I did. That's funny. <laughs> I can tell you that was funny. You laughed so yeah. hard. That's really That's funny. That's really funny. That kills me. Um, but no, yeah. So in that, there is, uh, there like, it, it's just classic of the guy. He wants his, wants his cake and be able to eat it too. He's being able to, he's keeping his options open with you. So he's like breadcrumbing you and like making sure that you're still interested. He's not breaking it off with this other girl. Um, but then he's letting you know that he doesn't like relationships. You're Hansel and Gretel and he's the witch. And he's gonna Aren't they siblings? The oh, they are. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't mean like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think too, um, he's. Uh, we have we had another call on Sasha's episode, which I think it was Sasha's episode. Maybe it wasn't. Um, but it was it was a call about a girl who had developed like an emotional crush relationship on yeah. one of her coworkers, and they had a thing or whatever. Basically, what this guy is doing. He's a master manipulator at like 16. He's basically creating a window and opening it up where you feel like this relationship isn't legitimate. So if he, you guys like do anything physical or whatever, it's like in your head, you're like, well, him and his girlfriend are going to break up. He's Mm -hmm. creating this hole in their relationship that is making it look like, oh, this is a kosher and fine way and way that I can sleep at night that I'm allowed to come do this because this is, 
he's already warned me and told me that this isn't like a good yeah. thing or whatever. So he's just, yeah, it's not really fair. to It's not fair to her either. The girlfriend. Okay. We're at producer's corner guys. And if you're new here or if you're Christine, I'm going to explain what this is. Well, I'm Christine and I'm new here. <laughs> I fit both those categories. Um, so producer's corner is where we either have a callback from someone who's updating us, who's previously called in and we've given advice and they're updating us on their situation and how things have progressed. Or we have someone calling in with commentary from the previous, like from another episode. So if they heard something and they wanted to give their own two cents, oh, they so want I their 15 minutes of fame. For this part. I mean, sure. So, <laughs> please watch the video, guys. So, this is commentary from uh, episode 27 with Sasha from mm-hmm. uh, the caller we had that uh, got fired. She was a teacher that got fired for drinking on New Year's Eve. And one of her. At a bar. Yeah. And one oh. of her students' parents saw it and reported her. I know. Yeah. She got fired. What a bitch. Mm hmm. Uh, oh, and what we had said in this, um, the advice was that she should go through a wrongful termination suit. Mm-hmm. And so this is someone that um, had feelings about the call. Someone felt some type of way. Mm-hmm. And they're calling to tell us about it. Yep. Okay. Hi, Megan. So I literally stopped in the middle of the most recent podcast with Sasha because I was so livid and I felt I needed to respond. So I'm responding to the girl that got wrongfully fired for being at the bar as a teacher. Um, I'm a first year teacher as well. And I... I drink all the time. It's like, I'm 23. But anyway, my point is is that this girl has a lawsuit which is waiting to happen because she can wrong, she can sue the school for wrongful firing because there are no grounds that support what's going on. There's a mom who is literally starting rumors and she doesn't have any proof that she's at the bar. I don't know if she took pictures or anything. But it's like, it's all word of mouth. So there's no way that she can actually, like, get this girl fired. And the fact that their grounds for firing her are based off of this rumor that's being started that has no proof, no evidence, that's very wrongful firing. And, like, really the big thing is, like, if she was posting stuff all over social media and they found it, then that would be another thing. But, like, this is just, this made me mad. And, you know, she has the potential to sue the school and, like, you know, get her reputation back. And I just think that that might be an outlet that she needs to go through because the way that the situation was handled was completely wrong. And if she knows, if she, if she works in any school district, like teachers, teachers drink, they sometimes need to drink to get through the job, but that's not beside the point. Um, anyway, I just had to stop and say this cause I'm so mad. And as a fellow teacher who like, that's literally my worst fear. I just, I think that that's ridiculous and that she deserves justice. Um, So hopefully what she can do is possibly, you know, look into those outlets and see if she can get justified. I mean, I'm with this girl. Me too. (laughs) Yeah, I say get money from it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think like I'm glad to hear it from a teacher because like I obviously know nothing about teachers except the fact that I was not so nice to all of mine all the time. I but made they're... my physics teacher cry. <gasps> I made my drama teacher cry in high school. Why did well, you make my drama teacher, teacher cry? Ah, yep. I get it. True. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm, I'm glad to hear that another teacher agrees with this because obviously I know nothing. Um, but yeah, I think the picture thing I didn't even think about. I don't think she mentioned in the first episode if no, pictures were taken. Um, but also at the same time, I don't. I don't think it matters. And I think what we had said in the episode was it sounded like this mother, like this woman who had reported her is probably a pain in the fucking administration's ass. And they were throwing her a bone with this. And I don't I think they probably know that what they did wasn't didn't follow all the protocols. And I don't think they assumed that she is going to follow up on like actually going through with this, especially because you're like, she was a young, very first time teacher that they would just assume that you're ignorant and you don't know your rights. But I think now you've gotten confirmation and I've gotten a lot of comments on the YouTube, uh, the episode on YouTube about it, that people were saying that that's like a total wrongful termination suit waiting to happen. So I would be like, hell yeah. And also if it's expensive and you're worried about that, start a GoFundMe. I will fully tweet about your GoFundMe and I will pay for that. If I'll there's any you. lawyers listening. Yeah. If there's any, can you imagine there's like a lawyer that like is a diehard <laughs> don't blame me fan? Like on the Southern California. Hi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're the ones who do the ads in our yeah, hometown. Yeah. Peter Francis Tracy. <laughs> I need Peter Francis. We need some help, man. Yeah. Stat. Ironically, I think he had to file for bankruptcy. <laughs> and I'm not, that's not a joke. I really think he had to. 
<laughs> oh god, it's a good one. Yeah. It is a fucking good one. Um, well, yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think, yeah, I hope that person helped you more yeah. than that. I'd love to get an update on that. Uh, well, everybody, um, thank you so much for listening. Christine, thank you for so much for coming. Yeah. I hope I, I didn't fangirl too much in the beginning about how much I love you. You literally didn't at all. Okay, cool. I wish do you want me to do it more? No. Well, I can do it more. I think you're so funny. Thanks. Well, then we met at Coachella and then I was like, oh, I really like at her. Coachella. Coachella. Shout out to Grinder. Oh my God. Coachella. So funny. It was a good time. I still have your Grinder shirt. Jessica. Do you want to find that? Jessica. <laughs> Maybe at the Sahara Ten. Ooh, the rose. What's the rose one? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Dylan Francis. <laughs> I'll see you there. Oh my god, I love it. Calvin Harris. <laughs> Where can people find you on the internet and in real life? I live at. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> abort. Uh, oh wait. Well, no, you can say abort. Yeah, you can. Say yeah. <laughs> I think it's best if they don't find me. Actually. No, find you on social. Oh, I see Sidalco. On everything. Yeah. Pretty You're much. great on Twitter. Huge fan on Twitter. Thank you. Big fan of your YouTube channel. Relaunch, rebrand. You're yeah. crushing it. I have a bunch of videos edited and like saved up because I'm going on vacation like pretty much the whole month of June. So. Shut up. Where are you going? Well, I'm going to Minneapolis for a weekend to visit I love Minnesota. Friends. Yeah. My favorite state. Don't you know? Don't you know? It? I Don't love you big know. fan of Minnesota. Yeah. Yes, man. North Huge da- fan. North Dakota Ducks. family. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh hockey. Oh, hockey. Hey, what are we talking about again? Uh, where are you going in June? Oh, yeah. So Minnesota. And then I'm going for like almost two weeks to um, have a family vacation at our cabin in New York. Oh, turn up. Fourth of July. Yeah. <gasps> so fun. Yeah. America. Hell yeah. I love it. Well, great. I so, hate America. I mean, I wish I was Canadian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drake. And Drake. She, no, Shakira's not Canadian. Nope. Shania Twain's Canadian. She's yes. Colombian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay we're gonna pretend i didn't get them mixed up okay guys uh well if you enjoyed this episode we would love if you subscribed on itunes and the podcast app and left us a five-star review would be a big fan and um, if you're watching this on youtube and you're curious where else you can listen to it we're on soundcloud but we're also if you go to don't blame me show you can find all those places where you can listen to it in your car and if you're just listening you can watch it on youtube on my youtube channel it's always linked in the description of the episode and if you guys want to call in and be in another episode, you can call the phone number 310-694-0976. And international callers, email a audio recording. Just record it on your phone and email it to meganpodcast at gmail.com. And we will uh, get back to you with advice and stuff and things. And also, we want to do a themed episode. So if you guys want to tweet and give us like ideas for themed episodes. You want to have them tweet me. Yeah. So. Yeah. Are you implying I'm not going to respond to I'm the just tweets? Saying I'm that. not going to look at them. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. And thumbs up if you want a Melcam, guys. You do. You yeah. really do want a Melcam. You're going to miss out otherwise. <laughs> My Twitter is she is not Melissa. And guess what she is? I am Melissa. Have you and Leo talked about your Twitter names being like the same? No. <laughs> okay, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Termination. <laughs> Abortion. <laughs> Don't Blame Me is a production by me, produced, directed, and edited by Melissa DeMont's camera operator, Shereen Younes, post-production sound by Chris Henry, production assistant, Julie Carley, and music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I'll see you guys next week, and don't blame me if your life, you know, completely fucks up before then. <laughs> oh. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 